Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining our sort of pre, not pre actually, post Christmas service uh, on Boxing Day here in Melbourne, Victoria in Australia. As you can see behind me, the chairs are stacked up, uh, which means our services are finished for the year. And well, it's kind of like the morning after. Yesterday was Christmas Day and you might be so full uh, in your uh, stomach with all the food that you ate. Uh, perhaps you're overwhelmed by the presents re you received or gave out, or perhaps uh, you are a little bit worn out from the conversations. We pray that whoever you are, that you were able to consider at least the very truths of who Jesus is and why he had to come. So what now? Uh, it is the next day after Christmas. What now as the calendar year comes to an end? What should we consider? Well, this morning I want us to read a passage from the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke is the a biography of Jesus' life while he was here on this earth, written by a disciple of Jesus. It was written to proclaim the truths of who Christ is, what he has done, and to particularly write to someone to ensure that they could trust the very scriptures that are in front of us. So perhaps if you don't have a Bible, just listen in. If you do have a Bible, can I invite you to perhaps look up, slide, turn, however you read your Bible, to Luke chapter, uh, the last chapter of Luke, sorry, Luke chapter 24. And we're just going to look at the last few verses. Here is God's word. As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and frightened, and they thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they were still disbelieved for joy and were marveling to them, have you anything here to eat, he asked. They gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate before them. And then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that in everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. The repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. He led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continuing in the temple, blessing God. Would you join with me in prayer? Lord Jesus, I just pray right now that whoever we are, that you would speak the truths of your scripture. For those of us who know you, may we be reminded of why we're here. And for those of us who don't know you, may our hearts be challenge to consider who you are and lord let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable for you alone for your glory alone in jesus name amen 
It must have been a pretty challenging moment when the disciples of Jesus saw Jesus on that cross. This is their saviour. This is their Lord. They had seen amazing miracles that he had done. They had seen how he had engaged with the religious leaders of that time. And they talked and heard him say that he is the Messiah. And to them, they perhaps were thinking they were going to get a literal king that would take over and kick out the Romans, particularly during that time. And then all of a sudden, there is Jesus, their Lord, their Master, their Saviour, the Messiah on a cross. He breathes his last breath and it's finished. You can imagine the emotions that would have gone through these disciples as they considered and wondered what had happened. Maybe they were disheartened, discouraged, and many of them were actually quite afraid. And then just before these verses that were just read to you, Jesus actually appears to them. Jesus is raised physically from the dead. Then he appears to some disciples and he unpacks for them from Scripture just as God had said this would happen. All the way through Scripture, it would have been a wonderful sermon to listen to. But Jesus unpacked, pointing that it was ultimately pointing to him. That these things were meant to happen as God had ordained, as God had planned. That included his resurrection. And so now Jesus appears to his disciples. And the first thing he says to them, peace to you. It is a wonderful reminder that even that very small statement, what Christ has done, his perfect life, his perfect death and his resurrection brings peace to those who know him. But yet they were troubled. He says, why are you guys so troubled? Why do you doubt in your hearts? He sees what's going on here. He even then shows them those nail-pierced hands and those scars that are on his feet and says, touch and see. He says to them, guys, I'm not a ghost, which I would understand. I think I would be the same as the disciples. I would have gone, what is going on here? He reminds them and shows them and to us. Jesus physically rose from the dead. Yet, they still disbelieved for joy and were marveling. It's a mixture of language going on here. It's that on one hand, they can't believe what they're physically seeing perhaps even touching, and yet their hearts are overjoyed and marveled at their saviour, their master, their king is risen. And then Jesus eats some fish. So he took it and ate it. Now Jesus says to them very clearly, this is what I've said to you guys already, that I was with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled, including Jesus' resurrection. And what Jesus does is beautifully, he opens their minds to understand the scriptures. And they realize, thus it is written, that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. See, Jesus reminds them that they have a mission now as his disciples. Not only have they heard and experienced and seen his life on earth, 
They have seen him as the resurrected saviour. And now he invites them and calls them and commissions them to be his disciples to go and proclaim this truth. Who Christ is, what he has done, and his resurrection. He goes and tells them, go, tell the nations that you are my witnesses of these things. But he doesn't leave them alone. He doesn't say, now go. He says, but wait. And actually in the Gospel of Acts, what I call all, but in the book of Acts, the same author Luke writes of that moment when the Holy Spirit comes, the promise of the Father who will come upon them, who will empower them to be Christ's ambassadors in this world. The chairs behind me are stacked up. Christmas is finished for another year. And actually, maybe for some of us, we can't wait for this year to end and we're just counting down and hoping that next year will be much better. Friends, if you're someone who's a follower of Jesus, we know the truth is the same God who had ordained everything that we know in this world, including what is written in scriptures about what Jesus was going to do, is the same God who knows what next year looks like. Despite of what next year looks like, the mission has not changed for those of us who are followers of Jesus. That you and I, who have experienced the truth of the gospel, the truth of who Christ is and what he has done, are now called to be his ambassadors in this world. And Christ hasn't left us alone. If you are his, his spirit lives in you, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, who empowers us to be his ambassadors in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, no matter what the year looks like, that is still our call and commission. For those of you who don't know who Jesus is, I want you to know this is true words. Jesus rose from the dead and Jesus will return again. Until that day, the invitation to you is to come and explore and see who he is through his word. Perhaps there's someone who knows Jesus has invited you to explore this particular service today or someone who you know who knows Jesus. Can I invite you? This year might be the year that you ponder and consider who Jesus is. And dear weary follower of Christ, maybe you're like many of us saying, I can't wait for this year to end. I get it. It has been a tough year for many of us. But the mission has not changed, followers of Christ. That call is same true for you and I today. And the wonderful truth is Christ is still with us. And we know this because of the word says so and because his spirit lives in us. And we must take comfort in that. And our call is to go and proclaim this truth. Our call is to go tell others of this good news, of what Christ has done. May we do so through the power of his Holy Spirit for his glory. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, I pray as this year comes to an end, may we come to you in the knowledge that you have called us to be your ambassadors in this broken place, whoever we are. Would you refresh us again by the truth of your word?
to live for you in this world, no matter what the year looks like. To be your disciples, empowered by your spirit. For those of us who don't know you, would you challenge our hearts to come and see who Christ is? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. God bless everyone. Hope to see you soon.